Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. And we certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. And I gotta say, it's the first time in a long time that I'm seeing you on the camera again, because it's been so long, like a whole <laughs> a whole week since I saw you over this camera. <laughs> That's true. That's almost exactly one week. Yeah. You know, give or take 30 minutes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But that's not the the thing that i was jokingly alluding to it's that you and i got to spend time together in a physical space together i know i got time to, i got to meet skinny mike in person you know <laughs> i had seen previously thinner mike uh-huh. you know or thinning thinning mike but i had i never saw skinny mike in person so it was very exciting well, I bet. I bet. I mean, but it was more exciting for me to see Wes and, and the milk beard that he constantly seemed to be having. <laughs> oh, yes. He is the worst eater. I mean, I can't honestly remember if Ben was just this bad. But yeah, he just constantly, if you eat in a bottle, just got a little dribble, like nonstop out of the corner of his mouth. That drives me crazy. Oh, so I got it. It's funny because I keep saying like, I, I don't remember the last time you and I were physically in the same space together because i i keep thinking of oh well i talked to chris on this day and it's like no no stupid it was on the podcast again <laughs> yeah well that's why we were talking about yesterday right it was like well yeah we talk every week and we you know we do the video obviously but it's it's not the same you're just mm-hmm. a, a face on the screen and obviously i know who you are mike and i know where you live and everything like that but it's yeah, it's different when you see somebody in person. But to answer your other question, I'm pretty sure the last time we hung out in person was in October of last year. Oh, Jesus. That was a while. I, I want to say October, November, because that was when we went to the park and Ben ended up pulling William in the wagon. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I, I it was around that time, you know, give or take a little bit. But uh, that's crazy. It's hard to believe it's been like seven months and then even then, we only barely got to talk with each other because our kids were dragging us in a hundred different directions. But Oh, yeah, because it was we would take turns. If, if you'd be, At one moment, you'd be watching Wes and then our wives would be watching the children. But then when we swapped and we would be watching the children, it was like this weird moment of the kids had this moment of like, OK, break. And then they'd run off to different areas. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, the moms got to sit and talk. But then you and I are like on opposite ends of the park. Like yeah. waving sadly at each other. You well, and you, and you would have thought our wives would have, you know, maybe picked it up a little bit, let us chat while they take care of the kids. But no, they were selfish, you know? No, they yeah, wanted definitely. to sit on that bench. Especially they had that shopping trip not that long ago, too. Yeah, yeah that's right. Where is our shopping trip, Mike? I hate shopping, <laughs> but where is our shopping trip? <laughs> but it was good. We, we got to explore that uh, splash pad slash playground near you with the oddly high swings that's why i got called into action because the swings were at like tiff's head so i had to i was the only one who was tall enough to put ben in the actual swing it was very strange i i I haven't really noticed that i guess because i'm usually the tall one putting him in there right but yeah no i it's actually funny because i don't know if you you saw it i don't know because we didn't go there there's that other park on the opposite end of the same park yes two like playground structures the other one, if we end up on the swings, it's usually at that park that we end up on the swings at. Okay, okay. I feel like that's why I don't normally notice uh, how tall those, those swings are, because I'm not <laughs> usually on them. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. It was good to see everybody. And I think uh, the boys had a good time. I asked Ben, because, well, you had sent a Snapchat of, of William saying that he wanted or he liked Ben or he missed Ben or wanted to play with Ben or something like that. I was like, oh, did you have fun playing with William? And he was like, I like William's lawnmower. (laughs) (laughs) And I like William's tiger, like that, like push tiger. Yes, yes. I was like, oh, okay, All right. Well, I guess that's something, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. William, the first time he brought up Ben, because he he and I were eating dinner and he he turns and he goes, Ben goes home. And I'm like. Yeah, he, he did go home. <laughs> yeah, that's very accurate. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if it was the fact that Ben had left that because uh, that, William, I'm sure Ben is the same way. William is very good at the you've been gone for an hour. Goodbye. You know, like 
when we're on the phone with grandma and it's like, okay, bye grandma. Bye. Bye grandma. Say bye grandma. Say bye. Okay. Well, I guess I'll talk to you later, mom. Click. Bye grandma. Like, (laughs) you know, yeah, that's right. Yes. Or, or like two hours later, he'll be like, bye, bye grandma. Grandma went home, you know, something like that. But so I assume it might've been something along those lines, but it was very nice that he brought up Ben at dinner and he, and I was like, did you have fun with at the park with Ben? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, good, good. We'll, we'll have to get them together again soon in their forced friendship because we're friends. <laughs> That's right. They're obligated friendship. That's right. But it was good. So I got to tour Mike's house. It does exist. It's a real thing, you yes. know, for everybody listening. Yeah. It's very nice. I, I think much improved over the old one. You have a whole second story. I mean, I can't, I mean, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, know? like by default, it's it's a better house. It's, it's already story. bigger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but also, you you can confirm, having been here, that I live in a fortress of cardboard at the moment. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. It was it was wall to wall boxes <laughs> <laughs> in certain areas. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how it all looks. You know, maybe in, well, I guess it's up like 12 weeks when you get your furniture. So in like four <laughs> months, in four yeah. months, I'm excited to see how it all looks. But uh, yeah, because as, as you were just alluding to there, our, we ordered a couch for the living room and they were, it's, it's custom made because it's one of the, it's the same place that you guys got your couch. Oh, parks. And it's, yeah, we had parks. And it is basically like you pick the shape you want, you pick the color you want, you pick the whatever, whatever. And uh, we're like, okay, great. And he's like, cool. There's a backup on on pieces. It will be twelve weeks. And we're like, sweet. <laughs> so twelve weeks. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So it'll be a while before we're doing. Uh, we're essentially we essentially have. It's not quite the lawn chair set up because you know you always see those pictures where it's like a lawn chair with there's like a TV on the ground and then that's it. We just have two random regular chairs that came from other rooms. Like one, the one chair came from the old basement and the other chair came from William's room. It was his nursing chair. Right. And, uh, and so those are there. And then the TV is there on, on something else. So all of that is temporary. Eventually when that couch shows up, the, the real deal will all be put together. But, but yeah, so you got to see that and you got to see my fortress of cardboard, which I did actually take a dent out of today when it came to, to putting away stuff. We have one of the bookcases that was upstairs. It's down here now. And that's the one that my games go on. And it was like, well, I can't start putting my games away because of the new setup. It's not the same as the old setup. So I can't just re-implement the original organization. I need new organization with this new setup. So I couldn't get started without all of my games. And Mm -hmm. some of my games went to my parents' house when we were doing the, the showings. Because we we had a storage unit, I didn't want to leave anything as valuable as my games in the storage unit. Yeah. So they were at my parents' house. So I actually got my mom to come pick me up and run me over to her house and grab some games and then run me back. <laughs> so now I have all the games here. I can start putting all that stuff away, and that'll take a chunk out of like fifteen boxes, but mm-hmm. <laughs> something like that. But it. It, it was funny. And before you're like, way to make your mom do that. She was delighted to have an excuse to get out of the house. Oh, oh, I know. I, Absol- I know your mother. She loves hanging with her, her lovely son. But more than that, her air conditioning died today. And, oh. <laughs> and we are in the middle of a heat wave. Yeah. So she was very happy to come over here and mooch off of my heat for a little while. <laughs> or my, my air conditioning. <laughs> your air conditioning, yeah. Your lack yeah. of heat. That's good. Yes, yes. Well, and Mike, I, I, I do want to point out that I said this to you yesterday, is there's still plenty of room up there, Mike, for you to make your wraparound game shelf along the roof of the basement. Mm-hmm. It would look pretty good. It would look pretty good. Right, right. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, the MIG project recently was, let's get a coffee table. And hey, look, there's a coffee table. You succeeded. <laughs> yes, I see that. Yeah. And, and it's actually one of the smart, smart. It's not a smart coffee table. <laughs> I was going to say, you're no. going to have to elaborate on that one. It's got a like a mini coffee table underneath it. So like if we needed it to, we can just pull the old, the other one, the underneath. Out right, the old Russian doll style coffee Basically, table. Basically, yeah. It's just got, it's only two pieces, but it's mm-hmm. like, because it was funny because uh, Laura mentioned it to me and she's like, yeah, I could get the small one. And I'm like, why would we need a second one? And she's like, what if we got a pizza and then we put it down on the table? where would we put our drinks? And I was like, it's genius. Genius right there. <laughs> Get both tables. Yeah. So, 
Well, okay. Good job, Mike. Good job. <laughs> it's all I needed. It's all I yeah, needed. That's right. Pizza yeah. box explanation. Great job. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Yeah. Loris really sold me on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it was good to see you guys. I mean, again, it's, 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 it's hard to see friends who also have kids and not have it be a hundred percent about making sure our children don't kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? that's right. So we'll, we'll have to find time sooner than later to uh, just get together and spend some time together. Mm-hmm. You leave your kids with your parents. I'll leave my kid with my parents. And and every, I'm sure everybody will be happy about that. Maybe we'll go to, to a patio because I haven't been to any patios since they've reopened the patio. Yeah, perfect. We'll figure out something. We'll yeah. figure out something. But something that was really nice, though, when we were spending time with our kids and trying to keep them alive together was I think my son started to learn to ride a bike from your son. Oh, yes. Well, that's the best way to ride those balance bikes, right? Is to watch other kids do it. Because I think that's the only way that they figure it out. Because balance bikes are a little bit weird, Mm -hmm. you know? So you were saying that Ben learned it from Henry. Yes. And then basically William had to learn it from watching Ben. And and what happened, because we had William, we bought him this balance bike on Friday. And we took him out and we did a little lap of the, the neighborhood. Well, actually, Laura took him out. I was doing the dishes and it was a very quick, it was a very quick lap. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but we actually, we found out that there's a guy in our neighborhood who's like, I don't know if he's like a volunteer fireman or something, but when he sees kids who are like practicing proper safety, because William has a helmet that he wants to wear constantly now because he thinks it's great. It's great. Right. He saw William with the helmet. He gave, he ran over and he gave William a, a, a paramedic hat. That is way too big for him, but he loves it. So he's a big fan of his giant paramedic hat. It would fit me, I'm sure, just fine, but not him. Uh, <laughs> but that was the first trip. It was a short trip. You know, he didn't do too much. The second attempt, we tried to take him out to the park with it. And we were carrying the bike within five minutes. And he walked the entire way without without riding the bike at all. Sometimes he'd wear his helmet. Sometimes he, he took his helmet off. But... The point was is he did not do very well on his bike. <laughs> and and then this time he was with he was with Ben and he was a little shaky at the start, but by the end, when we were doing the donuts through the splash pad, he was he was doing pretty well. That's right, yeah. Starting to figure it out. That's right. Mm-hmm. Of course, today he's like, let's go on my bike. And I'm like, it's the hottest damn day of the year. No, <laughs> we're staying inside. <laughs> my only complaint with the balance bikes is before they get it, it is the most excruciating toy. It's like, because like when Ben got it, right, he wanted to ride it to the playground. And it's like, great, let's walk at exactly a quarter of a kilometer an hour, you know, because he shuffles along with this bike between his legs. And yeah, it, it was brutal when they first start. But once they get going, then yeah, you have to walk at a pretty quick pace to keep up with them because they can fly on those things. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I feel like, I feel like his might not be as sturdy as Ben's because I was looking at it. Ben's has like actual like bicycle tires and Williams is are more plasticky. I was going to say, yeah, Ben Ben's bike is literally a bike without pedals. Basically yeah. is what it boils down to. Yeah, we had never seen ones like you guys had like sort of like the grow with me style. I don't remember what the name was, but yeah, it definitely seems good because the only problem with Ben's is sometimes if he really gets the legs flapping, sometimes he'll hit his ankle off the back Mm -hmm. which is uh, more of a design fault with his particular brand there's a brand called strider i believe is what it is and that seems to be like that's king shit of the balance bike world and they've solved that problem so but yeah yeah it's good it's good williams like you said it's kind of a grow with me one and once he reaches a certain age slash height slash difficulty with what going through with what he's got right now Mm -hmm. is we can flip like we, we basically take the handlebars off, we take the front tire off, and then we flip the body around yeah. and, and flip the seat around, and then it's taller for him. So Right, yeah, yeah. Grows with him. Exactly. Yeah. So we can continue using it for quite a while. But. Yeah. Why'd you guys pick that one? Or it was just kind of the one that was at Canadian Tire kind of deal? I'm not sure. Like Laura Laura told me that there were two that she was looking at, and I can't remember the reason why she picked one over the other. Oh, okay. Because they, they were having a sale or something. And she's like, these two are on sale. This is the one I went with. Because, yeah, I think the the one that she... I feel like the one that she showed me first was white. And then we ended up with this red one. 
which is fine. I mean, he loves it. So whatever. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the great day, story. great story. Great story. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it was on sale. OK, awesome. Yeah. One over yeah. the other. I, don't, I no. I think. Yeah. I think. Actually, I think. I think. Now that I think about, it, I think the main reason was because it was the grow with me one. Okay. I think yeah, that that makes the most sense to me in my head. Really. All right. That's what we'll go with anyway. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure. But how about anything else? I mean, obviously, we spent some time together. Is it? Did anything fun happen when when we weren't together? Yeah, we had we had seen Ben and Hen or. <laughs> We see Ben every day, but we went and saw Henry <laughs> the day before. We I'm went, shocked that you see yeah, Ben. Yeah, I know. Who day. would have thought, right? Uh, we went to my brother's house and saw Henry and Natalie and Derek and stuff the evening before. And, you know, we got pizza and we're just hanging out and whatever. And it was funny because so they obviously have their new house, too. So Henry has this nice big playroom area right on the main floor. Mm-hmm. And so we let the boys play in there while the four of us were sitting outside on the deck just chatting and whatever. And we'd kind of periodically go in and just check on them and see what they Make were sure doing. Make sure they're still and alive, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, we're pretty comfortable leaving them because it's what you know. What are they going to get into, right? It's all toys. Well, it turns out, Mike, we made a gross, <laughs> gross miscalculation <laughs> on that one. Uh-huh. We walked in there. My brother and I walked in there, and we turned the corner, and from the bathroom to the playroom. So they're like they're they're kitty corner rooms. Is just this just ocean of water. Going from the one room <laughs> to the other. And in the playroom, there's like one of those soft mats. It's like a rug, but it's like, a, you know, if you spill something, you can easily wipe it up. Mm-hmm. And then they've got that whatever that, you know, adult sex toy child's furniture is. I forget what the name of it is. Oh, now. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You remember that that was covered with water and stuff, too. And we're just like, what in the hell is going on? And then Ben comes trotting around the corner with this like beer stein full of water. And he just walks over and he just pours it right on the ground. He's like, look what we're doing. We're, we're making spuddle or puddles. And then Henry says he's going to do like bum, bum drops on the puddle in order to make the puddles splash <laughs> everywhere. But Mike, let me tell you, like there was so much water. I, I dried out the bathroom. It was probably a quarter inch of water all over the floor. So what, so what they had started doing, because I asked Ben. I asked yeah. Ben afterwards, like, what were you guys doing? He's like, oh, we were we were playing with the water. It's like, yes, well, of course you're playing with the water. And he's like, well, we were playing, you know, going from the sink to the toilet. And they were filling up the mug and then pouring it in the toilet and filling up the mug, pouring it in the toilet. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I guess they got bored of that. And then they decided, well, they were going to splash it on the floor. And then they were going to fill up the mat and, you know, put water all over that and fill up that couch thing. And it was just like, oh, my God. And then Ben also said that, he wanted to put Henry's ruler in the toilet, but Henry said no. Mm. And oh, sorry, paintbrush in the toilet, but Henry said no. And it was like, well, at least one of you has some f-ing brains, you know. <laughs> 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 so anyway, needless to say, like six or seven towels later, it was all dried up. But it was uh, just a sort of a like, holy crap! I can't believe this has happened. In the end, it's Aunt Natalie's fault because she's the one who left the mug out there, you know. So <laughs> no one to blame but ourselves, right? So. See, my worry when you were like starting the story of where'd you get the water from? You mentioned the toilet. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I was beginning to wonder if that's where they were scooping. the, the Yeah. Water from. Well, I, I don't know about you, but like, you know, both my both Henry and Ben are very comfortable in the sink. Like, I mean, I, I, both of our houses, they just have like a little stool in front of it. And, you know, they wash their hands before dinner and everything. So, like, we're fine with them playing with it. But uh, I would say, at least from the Ben perspective, it's never escalated quite to this height, you know, or, or to this level. So mm-hmm. that was a, an eye-opening experience. And then the only other thing that's been going on, Mike, is Ben has been declaring himself a grown-up quite often now because you know we distinguish like, well, this is a grown-up thing and this is a kid thing. And so now he's decided, well, if he just says he's a grown-up, he can you know drive the car or do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> of course, um, but but his big distinguishing feature is that. If you have your big teeth, you know, your grown up teeth, mm-hmm. that makes you a grown up. And of course, he has his his grown up teeth now, Mike. And so therefore, he is allowed to do all these things. It was like, you still have your kid teeth. He's like, no, no, I have my grown up teeth now. They're big. And I was like, okay, okay. Sure. I, I was <laughs> Whatever say. you say. But I just think it's funny that it's the teeth. You know, mm-hmm. it's not being a certain height or, you know you know, your feet being a certain size or whatever. It's the fact you got your big teeth. That's how you know you're a grown-up, Mike. Yeah, big teeth. I mean, big teeth can be used to bite 
everything. Mm -hmm. I, that, to me, that makes the most sense, you know? Yeah. You, you can bite a bigger chunk off a car or something. So that means you're a grown up, right? <laughs> yeah. Makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's undeniable logic. When you're a grown up, you do have big teeth. So it's, it's true. You know, I, I, why he has fixated on that particular thing, I will not understand. But anyway, he has. So, well, that's fun. That's a weird thing to, to think about. But William, on the other hand, William, I don't have a ton of new with William. The big new thing for William is that bike. So that's really taking up a lot of his bandwidth right now. Actually, that's not true. He does have a new excavator toy that mommy got him. And uh, he loved it so much that we had to put it to bed with him. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But but in the sense of like we we were like, okay, well, we're not we're not going to put it in the bed, but we're going to put it in the chair next to your bed. So if you if you're looking for it, it will be here in the bed next to the bed, not <laughs> not not in it. So yeah, but that that's one thing that's going on. But uh, there's one thing I thought it was just a funny thing that I I would I would let you know. Yesterday when you saw me, I was wearing a PlayStation t-shirt. Mhm. Mm it's like your uniform, basically. Yeah. As you see right now, I am wearing I am wearing a PlayStation T-shirt. Needless to say, the point I'm trying to make is I wear a lot of PlayStation T-shirts. And most of them have these symbols on them. The square, X, circle, triangle. Well, someone once told me it's not an X, Mike. It's a it's cross. It's a cross. Yes. <laughs> and was that person me? <laughs> yes. Probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, another person who has noticed these symbols appearing on all of my clothing is William. Mm -hmm. And he, at one point, when he, he first started to see them, he started to call them out. And I think that's why I said X instead of cross. Because right, right. He, he says X. So he's square, X, circle, triangle. Square, X, circle, triangle. I, I guess I wear it often enough that he has started to refer to these symbols together as daddy's shapes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yes. That's so when fun. he sees me wearing a shirt with the PlayStation logo, he says daddy's shapes. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm waiting to see because he knows like we when when it's time, like this is something that we've been doing lately with him. It has mostly to do with the fact of like, you know, I must do everything I'm uh, myself because that's something that he's really doing a lot these days mm -hmm. is is he is he has to uh, it stems from what we've done and talked about in the past where he must do everything himself. But now he must announce that he's doing it like he's he's like, I'm going to get out of the car all by myself. So he's like out of car all by myself. Mm -hmm. So he'll, so he'll be getting out of the car. And as he's getting out, he's like all by myself, all by myself. Right. Like he's very proud of himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he'll get out of bed all by myself. And something that has happened is when we were watching Blippy, we were watching it on YouTube on the YouTube app on the PlayStation 4 and he has started to demand that he turn off the PlayStation 4 himself. So mm -hmm. we've taught him how to shut down the PlayStation 4 so that he will shut it down himself. I don't know if he's, I guess because I'm not wearing the controller, he hasn't figured out that those are daddy's shapes as well. So I'm waiting, <laughs> right. for, I'm waiting for the day because he only hits one button. He only has to hit the cross button. So I'm waiting for the day that he's just like, daddy's shapes. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> right. Does daddy own Sony? Yeah. 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 yeah Maybe in his mind. And maybe I'll keep that illusion alive. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Bring your kid to or not bring your kid to work day when it's like uh, daycare, like the career day at school. You know, mm -hmm. my daddy owns Sony. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But that's that's kind of all the major kid news going on. I, a lot of it had to do with the fact that our kids saw each other, which was really nice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they didn't, I think, I think the last, not maybe not the last time. It's, I felt like the last time they saw each other, they didn't really want any, too much to do with each other at first. And, and that didn't really happen this time, which was nice. So, yeah, a little bit more integration this mm -hmm. time. And then once the playground hit, they kind of went their separate ways. But uh, certainly at your house, they seemed to mingle yeah, <laughs> with yeah. each other. Yeah. Maybe it was it was easier to keep them together because the play areas were concealed, like or not yeah. concealed, contained, <laughs> contained. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had to sit in that like ten by ten room, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But anyway, we can talk about our kids hanging out all we want, and I'm sure our wives would prefer that to anything else we talk about for the rest of this episode. But there is that nerd portion of the podcast that we can we can hit on, and I mean, for you, Chris, like this must have been like early Christmas. It was Nerdvana. <laughs> it was Nerdvana, Nerd some would say. Nerdvana. Yeah. And, and this was uh, jumping on to something that we talked about last week. 
the official reveal of Windows 11. Ooh la la. I know. It doesn't get sexier than this, people. It really doesn't. <laughs> Mothers, lock up your daughters. It's time to talk about Windows yeah, 11. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. And we all use Windows all the time. So this is very important for everybody. Unless you're on a Mac. That's true. I, that I think it's like 8% of the user base out there. I'm mm. sure Linux takes up a little bit too, like a half percentage, but uh, most of the world uses Windows, that's for sure. But yeah, so last week we talked about the leaked build, and I said I think it was being released at the end of July, and I was wrong. It was the end of June, mm-hmm. so it is now officially released. And Mike, I thought I would kind of run through some of the main changes and everything. And I believe you watched or sort of read after the fact. And so you can participate. This is so exciting. We both participate on the same thing. Yeah, The Verge is very handy with their event in seven minutes recaps that they Mm -hmm. do or 10 minutes or whatever. It's really funny because like I saw that the live stream was happening and it was happening while I was working. And I was like, oh, Windows live stream. And I, and it, I went to go watch it. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and from what I was told, it was extremely boring. <laughs> yeah, it, it was very much like, no, what are you doing, stupid? Like, this is not like your gaming thing where they're going to reveal like a shock thing near the end that you've been really looking forward to. <laughs> this is going to be something that you can catch up on later. Yes, that's right. But it was because it was really funny because I logged into it and, and it was like, i didn't know like i knew the event was coming so i didn't know what time it was at or anything like that mm-hmm. and it was it was the cnet live coverage so I, I i clicked on it and and i read the caption and it was live coverage starts at this time the actual event starts two hours from now and i was like no no i don't need to watch two <laughs> hours of of cnet nerds trying yeah, to pre-game what, yeah, yeah. The leak said this. Maybe we'll see that. And then you see it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just not quite the same. It's not WWE. That's for sure. No, no, no. pre-show. Yeah, it's just not worth it. But Mike, I kind of figured we would run through sort of like the techie stuff first, then like the more visual stuff afterwards. And then we'll get into some of the more drama, of course, because everything has drama. Of course. With it, you of know. course. So, so let's talk the tech stuff. Windows 11, one of the big things it's promoting is, and <laughs> this is very techy, is a better support for multi-powered CPUs, Mike. And what that means, because I can already see the like glazed over look, is it supports both fast cores and slow cores. So we kind of talked about this with like the whole Apple M1 chip that it's got, you know, some of them are for kind of high performance, high power, and others are for basic performance and they just sort of sip the power for better battery life and stuff well now windows supports that kind of same logic they've included auto hdr which i believe already exists on the xbox game systems Mm -hmm. and what that is is it applies hdr coloring and stuff to non-hdr games so one of the examples they used was skyrim because skyrim has you know I feel it's like it's like 25 years old at this point, but uh, <laughs> you know it, it's not an HDR. It's never supported it, but you know there's a system and the AI and stuff is intelligent enough that it can make it look just a little bit nicer and a little bit brighter and everything like that. And it seemed to work pretty well, at least in the demo that they showed. I don't know if you have any hands-on experience with that kind of thing, but uh, seemed pretty cool to me. Yeah, the, the thing when it comes down to HDR is I've heard a lot about it, but I've never actually seen it in action because I don't own anything that supports hdr oh okay okay and i haven't been able to set foot in a best buy in over a year <laughs> so years, i haven't yeah. seen anything that actually has it so yeah yeah hdr is pretty cool it basically is like darker darks and brighter brights mm-hmm. like it just makes the, the the image much more punchy you know i guess that's the best way to explain it but if you've seen it, you know it, you know, like it's, it's a big difference. It's, it's interesting because a lot of the features that I did hear about are actually stuff that's kind of lifted, like especially in the in the in the gaming sections of mm-hmm. Windows 11. A lot of this stuff is just ripped straight out of the current Xbox playbook, which is pretty interesting. And I was actually reading about the audio HDR. There are there are some people that just turn it off because they don't like it. Yeah, HDR is a little bit polarizing. I, I yeah. know not everybody loves you know, making because I think some of the argument is it makes it seem unrealistic. You know, you remember when HDR photos first came out and everything had like that weird like white halo around it and everything. Mm-hmm. I think some people are kind of still tainted from that. 
Um, I've my monitor that I'm looking at you right now is supports HDR, and I've only have one game I've ever played it on. And honestly, I never really noticed the difference, you know, all that much. But that's just me. But I have my TV supports HDR, and watching some nature shows on it, it's like, oh, this is so much better, you know. So we'll see. I guess your mileage may vary. Kind of talking to your point about them lifting a lot of Xbox stuff is they now support direct storage. And what that means is your CPU is no longer the bottleneck or, you know, can be no longer the bottleneck. It's basically how like the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox handle their SSD GPU situation. So, you know, like that very fancy PlayStation 5, you know, SSD and how it's super quick and stuff. That's direct storage. It's basically a direct link between the two devices for faster load times and and better performance and that kind of thing. So Windows 10 or Windows 11, sorry, will support that now. Better support for cross-play in general. Again, they've embedded Xbox Game Pass and Xbox, uh, what is it, Live and stuff. I guess better into Windows 11. It exists in Windows 10 right now, but it's kind of like this weird sort of add-on thing. I guess my understanding is a little bit more integrated going forward. Mm -hmm. A weird one, Microsoft Teams is now integrated directly into Windows rather than a standalone app. It's like built right in, which I they didn't explain too deeply. Basically, the biggest comparison I can see is like Mac OS with the messenger service, how you can like send text messages and stuff directly from your Mac. This sort of seems to be the same ish idea, but I don't have that much to say about it other than I love Teams and I'm curious to see how it works on like a a home computer right yeah the one thing that i i said i saw about it that they were like really excited about with the regards to the teams thing is they said that it makes it easier to jump into calls so like it's very easy to just dive right in and pop a call up like without with very little setup right okay that makes sense yeah because it used to use your microsoft account presumably and go from there yeah so that'll be interesting i i am interested to see how it works uh going forward uh the last big tech one mike and this is obviously a huge one is that windows will now support android apps natively on the system yes so you know you're a big android user you can you know now <laughs> watch tiktok on your on your pc if you wanted right and there there is a bit of an asterisk with it though yeah there there is so before we talk about the asterisks, is you can sideload the apps directly onto Windows 11. Yes. But if you want to use a store, which 99% of us probably do, it's through Amazon's App Store. Yes. Which is a weird, like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why they don't want to do it themselves, but maybe it was just cheaper this way. Or, or, or- even through Google, like... I mean, Google Play is the Android store for Mm -hmm. the majority. I mean, I know Samsung has their own app store as well, but for the majority of Android phones, it's Google Play or nothing, you know, like. Yeah, and that's what I would have thought. Like, why not go straight to the source? The only thing I could think of is maybe it conflicts with uh, Google's Chromebooks. You know, and they think they might like eat away at their own market share. But even then, I don't know if Chromebooks support Android apps running. I, I don't honestly know. It's a good question. I don't yeah. own a Chromebook, so I wouldn't be able to tell oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> but there goes that talking point. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, so that's it's kind of cool. I mean, I, I, you know, it's the same with the Mac stuff. I don't know of any apps that I have on my phone that be like, damn, it'd be really nice to have that on my computer. I guess maybe something like like a chat app or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, like maybe maybe in in this like a like WhatsApp a, or something. Like, I, 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 I was know. thinking Messenger because I mean a lot of people like yourself don't give a shit about Facebook and they only have it for for Messenger. Yeah. And I mean I don't know how how you do it on your PC, but I mean if I'm using if I'm using Messenger, I'm using it through Chrome. You know, like it's. I, I don't I, I know there is a dedicated like Microsoft store app version of Messenger, mm-hmm. but I remember it being shit and hating it and never using it. Yeah, well let's not kid ourselves. The Microsoft store is still garbage. And after Windows eleven comes out, it still appears to be very much garbage. Oh my god. I yesterday not not too long ago, because I, I, I have I've you know, I'm moving. I moved mm-hmm. that kind of thing. 
I needed to scan a document. Yeah. And I mean, I have the new computer, so it doesn't have the same software that my old computer had on it. And for whatever reason, it just couldn't find the 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 software for my scanner because my scanner is like dirt old from like 2009. Right. And so I went on to the official Microsoft store and I got the official Microsoft fax and scan, well, not fax, but scan and copy app yeah. of whatever it is. And it just wouldn't download like at all. I could not figure out what the hell was wrong with it. It just sat there and it said installing and never move the needle for hours. And then I just gave up and tried to find something else instead. Yeah. And I mean, my biggest problem with the Microsoft store is that it's just very stale. Like the apps that exist on there haven't been updated in forever. And I don't know, there's nothing that I'm like, I really need this. If I want Spotify, I'm just going to go to Spotify.com and download Spotify. I'm not going to go on the Microsoft store and get the Spotify app, right? Now, that being said, they have announced that if people want to develop stuff for the Microsoft store, they will take a 0% cut. So you will make 100% of your income. The exception being games is they're going to take, I believe, a 12% cut on games. But if you have like a productivity app or something like that, you can, you know, make everything so uh, I, I guess that's response to the fact that well if you don't put on the store you can just put on your website and people can download it for free anyway so what was trying the to offer it as a service maybe there was a thing i think i saw where they were also said that they would take other stores as well so like the example given was Ep- epic could put the epic game store on the microsoft store and yeah not, and they wouldn't take a cut out of it or something like that yeah, that's right. Now I think you get Steam and stuff too. Yeah, you can have storefronts. I mean, obviously that's how they're doing the apps in the first place with the Amazon mm-hmm. storefront, right? So I think they just kind of know that it's like, listen, you know, you can you can easily install stuff on on Windows. You know, our store is not necessarily important, but maybe for like a newer user, you know, maybe that's the most logical place to check for new mm-hmm. stuff. So that's the only thing I can think of, right? Anyway. Let's try to talk about the experience now, Mike, the new mm-hmm. UI changes. And yes, stuff. yes. Visually, I, we, we talked about this a little bit before. Start menu, much different. It's uh, now a much more touch favorable thing right in the middle of the screen. They have said you can shift it back to its you know traditional home on the left-hand side if that makes you more comfortable, which I imagine I will do, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But they've basically said there's going to be no more folders. So you, no more folders in the start menu, no more grouping stuff in the start menu. Uh, it's not resizable, which I think they're going to change their mind on that down the road. But for now, it's the size you get is the size you get. Mm-hmm. Live tiles are being uh, eliminated. So I don't know, Mike, if you've ever used the live tile thing on Windows 10. I've got a couple on there, but I mean, it's just because they exist. I don't find them ever that particularly useful, but I forget they're there half the time. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. Some of them are like, oh, here's this app that you use all the time. Well, I've also pinned that app to my start menu, so I just go there. <laughs> like, it's, why would I use the, the the other thing? But Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and the reality is with the live tiles is it's getting replaced by the new widget dashboard, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in a second. And then the other big dramatic one is that you can only align it at the bottom of the screen. And if you're one of those crazy people who do like the left side or the right side or God forbid the top, uh, that's too bad for you. You're out of luck with Windows 11, at least for now. Mike, have you ever heard of Power Toys, Microsoft Power Toys at no. all? Well, Mike, if you were an ultra nerd like myself, uh, you would have heard of it. And what this is, is it's like Microsoft's experimental features with Windows 10. You know, one of the ones they have is called Fancy Zones. And I don't know how familiar. It's a great name. Fancy Zones. Power Toys and Fancy Zones. I feel like I'm like a Toys R Us or something. (laughs) It's for turbo nerds, okay? Anyway, what it is is, you know, in Windows, you can maximize, fill the whole screen. If you drag it to the side, it fills the side. If you drag it to the corner, it fills like the corner quadrant. Mm -hmm. Fancy Zones lets you make those quadrants or those sections however you wanted. So if you wanted to have like a, you know, one third, one third, one third, like three columns kind of thing, you could do that. You could literally draw out your own stuff, whatever. So that's now like directly in Windows 11 now. 
So you just have more control over your windows, which is nice. I, I like it. I think it's long overdue, especially with the new world of like super wide monitors and everything like that. The existing ones just really weren't cutting it anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I, the use case scenario, I, I w- would put this at for sure is this podcast, because right now what I do is I, I put you on on one side of the window and then I have the script on the other side of the window and then I'm sure you can tell from watching the video I'm kind of looking off to the side at you because you're all cramped onto the one side yeah and and if I could just slap you in the middle that would make it less weird looking yeah <laughs> absolutely and that's what you can do with that kind of stuff so it's really good they have better support for virtual desktops Mike are you do you know what virtual desktops are uh, virtual desktops are when you can like either access somebody else like this is something that you would use a, a lot would you not like so virtual you're thinking remote desktop oh um, yeah okay vir- virtual desktops is what it is is you know think of it as like a second monitor except only on the same monitor so mike let's talk let's talk about you you like you know doing art stuff and mm-hmm. you know maybe audio editing and video editing and and whatever what you can do is you can put all of your your audio editing stuff on one virtual desktop then tab over to maybe your work desktop. Oh, like yes. Okay. Word yes. Yes. Browser and everything like that. So that way you're not like minimizing all these windows and maximizing all these ones is you can just tab from kind of like work to home to play to whatever. Right. And so essentially all it is, is, you know, this exists in Windows 10 today again, but they've just better supported it in Windows 11, much easier transitions from one to the other. You know, if you are somebody who multitasks a lot, kind of like, you know, like you, Mike, with multiple interests and stuff on the same device, it's perfect because that way you can kind of have them all coexist at the same time without, you know, breaking your brain all that much. Uh, Another new change is the start menu will sync across all your devices. So if, you know, like you and I, we have a desktop and a laptop, all of your stuff will stay the same. You don't need to reinvent your start menu every single time, which is pretty nice. This one I really like. Uh, Mike, I, I'm sure you've encountered this. You unplug your laptop and that's you've got your laptop plugged into like two or three external monitors and then you unplug it and all those windows come crashing onto the one screen and they yes. are these awful dimensions and all that crap. They have fixed that now. So when you remove a monitor from your setup, those windows now directly minimize. And when you re-add the monitor to it, they will go back to where they were. So yeah. that's a big thank God from me because that's a huge pet peeve of mine. That being said, there's no explanation on if it minimizes and then you open it on your laptop and like move it around and then reconnect the monitor. Will it go back? They haven't explained that yet. Right, right. So I can't say yes or no. I'm assuming it would go back, but I don't know for sure. Either way, it's a very nice quality of life change. You're right, because it was definitely one of the things from the seven minute trailer that I watched. It was like, oh, yeah, because I go back and forth like uh, I have my work laptop and my personal PC. They're connected to the same group of monitors so i go back and forth between them quite often and mm-hmm. it's exactly what you're talking about is every time like, when i finish doing this show i will probably do some more editing and then i will unplug my monitors and plug them back into my laptop for work tomorrow and it will be exactly as you said is everything will be all crashed onto one window and like all of my stuff will be everywhere versus where it was when i left it like this is something that i was like Wow, I'm excited by this Windows 11 feature. <laughs> yeah, well, and really that seems to be the theme of everything, right? It's just quality of life changes and nothing groundbreaking, but it's like, oh yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's nice. That's nice too, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, another, two more two more quick things, Mike. Uh, the pen inputs, they've, I guess, worked on them. So they're substantially better. You know, I guess highlighting and all that type of crap you can do. I, I did not pay too much attention you don't use too many pens on no i don't use that i don't use the pen stuff and then we kind of alluded to this before they've added support for like that widget slash gadget whatever you want to call it the sidebar tray so if you're using windows in a touchscreen scenario you just swipe from the left and you'll have like you know just same as like your phone and stuff you'll have your news and your weather and your stock apps and whatever the hell you want to do and on windows with a mouse and keyboard it's just a button on the taskbar and it'll pop it open to the side so you know i'm not too sure how useful that will be but it is nice to know that you have it as an option 
should that be a thing that you're you want right you just kind of take a little peek at, at what's coming up in the news or whatever right i i feel like and i don't know if this is because you're an iphone user so you wouldn't mm-hmm. i don't know if this is a thing that happens for you i assume it is not but i feel like almost every android device up until the OnePlus phones that i got when i would turn them on for the very first time i would swipe it to the side and it'd be like you're in flip note i'd be like uninstall <laughs> like immediately right <laughs> it's like here's all the stuff that we think you'll like i don't like this is what i don't like you know? right 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 so i feel like i feel like it might be that kind of a situation but we'll see maybe windows widgets will wow me when i when i think of widgets i think of android widgets where it's like oh here's a quick way for me to access you know the turning off the ambient noise on my headphones or, or something like that uh, yeah i suspect with when it matures it will become like that you know maybe like some quick automations or you know things like that but right now it appears to be very basic because it's brand new you know weather traffic you know the top news stories that kind of thing which i don't hate it but i don't love it it's not a it's not a game changer for me yeah it's not it's it's also a feature not for you i would say yeah that's probably true that's yeah. a good point mike in terms of shipping and stuff right now they're saying it will be available to oems so dell you know hp all those kind of guys uh, in 2021 so the end of this year and it'll be 2022 before you can buy it from like a standalone perspective uh, now that being said it might be available earlier than that but that's what i found and that sort of seems to be what's out there in the world right now right so it's not going to be super soon but uh you know soon enough I suppose it was it also not that you could upgrade for free if you already. Yes, it. sorry, yes. I didn't. I, I didn't mention that. Yeah, right now, as long as you have the minimum requirements, you may upgrade for free. That's true, and you can go on. I forget what the actual website is, but if you just search Windows 11 Update Tool, it is a little tool that checks all the stuff and lets you know if you're yay or nay for upgrading. You know, if you hit all the minimum specs and everything like that. Which let's talk about that, Mike, because there's controversy around yes. these these specs i've heard a few i've heard a few controversies actually a few yes and i i do have some uh clarifications on some of them so okay basic specs you need a one gigahertz processor with at least two cores on it and it's a only runs on 64-bit processors now or a system on a chip mm-hmm. which frankly i mean if you don't hit those specs <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with your life at this point? You know, you'd have to go back way back to not hit that one. You need at least four gigs gigabytes of RAM, 64 gigabytes of storage, which again, you know, those are, they seem like big numbers, but in this day and age, they're, they're not that big. Now let's start getting into a little bit more, a little more drama here. Mike. Yes. First, yes. the most basic drama. If you have the home edition you will be required to have an internet connection in order to set up Windows for the first time because your Windows 11 requires a online Microsoft account. Windows 10 encouraged you to use one, but you did not have to use one. Windows 11 does away with that option and you must use one now. That being said, I mean, personally i don't see this as being a huge deal i think we all have microsoft accounts and stuff by this point in time anyway they're free they don't take that much time but uh some people get upset about that kind of thing see the person that i was looking at that had this controversy this is how i first heard of it was it's somebody who constantly is building new pcs and like testing out the parts and then wiping it and starting over again right and and in in their case they would have to be like constantly making new accounts over and over again because it like if you create it's it it was something along the lines of if he created his account like he attached to his personal account Mm -hmm. and wiped it and started it again then that was a problem or something like that like he could oh like they would only let you have a certain number of activations or something like yeah. that so he would be able he'd have to like basically create a brand new dummy account every time he wanted to make one and flash it you know oh. which which he's like no i don't need this shit i'm never going to do that again i'm never upgrading to windows 11 and i was like wow Never. <laughs> <laughs> so, a bold statement. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, I, I'm not worried about it because my stuff would be all enterprise, which is a different platform. I, I can have offline accounts and stuff on enterprise world, but I guess I could see that. I, I could see that sort of thing bothering people. But 
But screw them, Mike. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I'm not building a PC anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, I sure. build PCs for myself, let mm-hmm. me tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Mike, now we're now we'll get a little bit more deeper into the controversy. Yes. Um, well, which one should we do? Let's do this one. So they are saying that Windows 11 requires a UEFI slash secure boot and a TPM processor. Oh, sorry, TPM chip in order to install Windows 11. Yes. And I feel like by saying this sentence, I've already lost 95% of our viewership. They don't know what any of this crap means. Yes. But basically what it is, is the UEFI is the modern BIOS to your system. I, I, I don't know if you know what a BIOS is, but in the past, it was like a, just a blue screen with very like 1980s computer text on it. Now it's much more visual. You can use your mouse and all that stuff. But it's basically where you control all like the deep computer settings on your computer. And so Windows 11 requires you to use a particular version of that. And then the TPM thing is what's really pissing people off. And that's called the Trusted Platform Module. This really does not exist on home-built computers as a distinct chip. Mm-hmm. What that's for is that's for like encryption and and securing your computer. I'm trying to dumb it down as much as I can, but like <laughs> in, in, encryption and securing your computer and it, it stores passwords and certificates and all that type of stuff in a very secure way, mm-hmm. you know, so people can't break into your computer all that much. So initially when they... <laughs> oh, the way you, just the way you said all that much. Yeah. Just like, yeah, they, they not as much as they could. Yeah, they could. <laughs> they could break it much easier. But anyway, it makes it much more challenging. Yes, yes. When they first announced it, they basically said you had to have a, a TPM. Honestly, Mike, your new computer does not have one, and mine does not have one. And really, any home built computer does not have a TPM or, uh, you know, the module on it. Uh, a thing that I read was that. Most Microsoft built computers don't have them. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you're buying a a business grade computer, likely you do not have a, a, a TPM chip in your computer because frankly, Mike, it doesn't matter if your home one has it or not. You know, it's really not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. They have since come out and clarified that you do not need a literal chip because a lot of modern processors have a firmware version of said chip built directly into the processor. So this has now relieved some of the the stress in the world. That being said, this does severely limit your options. So Mike, we're going to get even nerdier here. <laughs> Is it will only support Windows 11 will support 8th gen Intel chips and this includes Xeon chips or newer. So you know, if you have like an 8700, Intel 8700 or something better, you're good. You know, the, the, 80, the 8000, 9000, 10000, 11000 series chips, you're good. That being said, those are only about four years old, right? They're not that old. For AMD stuff, you need the 2000 series or newer. So Zen 2 or newer. So that's the 2000, 3000, 4000 or 5000 chips. But this also does include the Threadripper and Epic chips that they also produce. Mike, do you know what processor do you have in your new computer? No, but I believe I, you told me it was like a 7700. It might have been an 8700. Maybe. So you are on the bubble whether or not you'll be able to install Windows 11. Now, of course, Mike, there's also talk about there that it will still work on these older chips that don't have this stuff. And it's just a recommendation and it's mm-hmm. not a hard and fast requirement so at this point, no one really knows. The only things they know is those chips that I've told you about just a second ago, because Microsoft literally posted a list of all the chips and said, these ones will work. And so, uh, or processors, sorry. And so these ones will work. And at that point, if you have something older, you know, it's uh, you're rolling the dice. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't work. I'm sure they'll come out. Or I hope they'll come out and clarify stuff a little bit later. But it does have things up, up, up in the air a little bit because these processors are not that old. Like I said, they're maybe four years old, five years old at the oldest. Yeah, like I was, I was said, I, I saw a thing that I think it was Tom Warren of The Verge. You can see mm-hmm. I get a lot of my tech news from The sure, Verge. Sure, yeah. He said something to the effect of like 2017 era Surface books do not work with this based off the specs that that, that are being listed. Like yes. 2017, which which doesn't make that much sense to me. You know, like I, 
I don't know. I, I have a really hard time with this part because I get it on one hand. You you don't want to do the classic Microsoft Windows thing where in order to support, you know, the, those that desktop you got buried away in your computer that's, you know, from the 1999, they cut all this stuff and they make all these sacrifices, which hinders the whole thing. But on the other hand, 2017 is not that long ago, no. right? Like I would hope that maybe 2010, they'd kind of cut that line there, you know, maybe 2011, something like that. So I, I don't know. I'm really, I'm struggling with this part because on one hand I get it, but on the other hand, it's like, you know, people aren't buying computers every five years anymore because you don't need to anymore. Really, the only reason that you're upgrading stuff is for gaming. And even then, Mike, I mean, prior to me like replacing my computer last or 2019, late 2019, I had built one in 2012 that frankly still ran a lot of stuff really well. It just wasn't like the build that I wanted to do, you know? So I, I'm, 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 it's, it's weird. It's very, yeah. Weird. Like, like just looking at even my own situation, mm -hmm. I feel like the only computer that will most likely run Windows 11 is probably my work laptop because it's from 2019. Yes. And, and it's a high end like gaming laptop. They basically bought me for like they bought me a gaming laptop for work because it was like it can do a lot of multitasking. It needs it has a lot of RAM. Yeah, that was that was the main reason because I do like audio stuff. So I feel like that's the only one that might reliably run it. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to begin to explain to my parents why they can't update when they're like, oh, Windows <laughs> 11 came out, you know, like I'll just play them this podcast. Yeah. And they can get even more confused at the end of all of it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So but I mean, I, I look at it from, you know, my my profession side of things. You know, we have computers out there that are from 2015, 2016, because not everybody needs blazing fast new devices. Mm -hmm. So what am I going to do? Upgrade, you know, two thirds of my fleet to Windows 11 and leave the other third behind? Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm really hoping that they maybe rethink things or they come up with a little bit more clarity. Like, it will work best with these, but it will certainly work still with these other ones or maybe in a uh, a limited capacity or you won't get this feature you won't get that feature kind of thing I, I really i want to see more clarity on it for sure do you think that a lot of the clarifications of like well what we really mean are coming from areas of like oh shit uh uh yeah we'll make it work like that when it comes down to it you know like, <laughs> like it's not built in or something like that yeah like maybe they 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 shot for the sky and hoped that everybody would just join them in the new future. Mm -hmm. And then when they saw that everyone doesn't want to do that, they're like, oh, shit, we might have to rethink some of this. It's it's tough. I I want to say I want to think optimistically here that they they thought they explained it well enough during the thing and people you know maybe grabbed onto one sentence and now it's all exploded they're like well listen no we didn't quite mean it that way i want to believe that because they have to know like again from the the, the business world and the enterprise world is there's legacy things out there mike that are you know like from 1995 that they're still running on computers now because it's too expensive to upgrade them or whatever like mm -hmm. they've got to know that these companies hold on to shit for a long time you know uh, to just say well enough screw it you can't use anything before this time just doesn't really seem to line up from like a business perspective but it's hard to say from a, from a home user perspective <sighs> You know, there's still people out there running Windows XP, I'm sure, even though it hasn't been supported in, you know, 10 years at this point in time, right? Like, I feel like people oftentimes don't upgrade their their home computers because they know they just got used to Windows 7 or they got used to XP or they got used to 10. And, you know, that's where they came in and that's what they'll leave it at forever. And frankly, it does, does it really matter? No, probably not. From a security perspective, it does. But from a day-to-day -day web browsing, it doesn't really make much difference. Yeah, like, and there's also the fact of people who just don't know any better. Like, I remember distinctly the day when my mom sent me an email from Microsoft that was like, hey, we're no longer supporting Windows 8. And she was like, no, what do I do? There's not supporting Windows 8 anymore. And I sent my mom a picture of two desktops. And I said, which was which does yours look like? Does it look like this one or this one? She's like, it looks like this one. I'm like, you're on Windows 10. It's fine. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah no that's right i i 
I love new windows and stuff because I mean, I've, I keep up to date with all this stuff, but from an IT side, I hate it because yeah. I know that start menu being in the middle is going to be an absolute nightmare <laughs> for me to try to explain to some of like the, maybe the lesser skilled users out there. Right. Like, right. You know, so oh, it's tough. Times. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Fun times. And I, I cannot believe, I, I mean, on one hand I can, but on the other hand, I cannot believe that we went the full show almost talking about Windows 11. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a big deal. I hope we educated a few people out there. You know, I mean, we we we. I not to say that we don't because we talk about Mac operating systems, yeah. but like you said, like Windows, there's a lot. Everybody uses Windows, so it's like it's kind of a big deal. It is a big deal. Especially this one is in my opinion a fairly dramatic change from how they've been doing things over the last I don't know 10 years now, I'm going to say. Yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll see when the time comes how who can actually upgrade to Windows 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll post on our Twitter, you know, if you if you made it. If you made yeah. the cut. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I think that will do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us or let us know any help or tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com, or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerds, FTDads. We'll be back next week. With more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I'm Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon.